0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18 plus.
2: The views and opinions expressed by hosts, invited
1: speakers and
3: callers do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Black Talk Media Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. <laughs>
1: This is, is the king the, key. Key. the key. <laughs>
4: Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, David Rand, aka Dave from LA. I want to thank you all for listening today. Today is March the eighth, two thousand and sixteen. It is a Tuesday have a live show for you today, a very good show I believe that we're going to have. Looking forward to it all. So before we get into the business at hand, I'm, excuse me, before we get into the show, we have to take care of the business at hand, and that is everyone continue to support Black Talk Radio Network and all of the programs brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. so important that we do this. You understand why, because uh, there are a lot of you, and the network is growing. There are a lot of you that, that listen uh, religiously, are, are continuously and that is so we definitely, definitely appreciate it. But one of the things that if, if you found great value in it is probably something that will be valuable to someone else uh, that you know and someone else that you care about and someone else that you love. So share Black Talk Radio Network with all your friends and family. Also make monetary donations so that you can support the network to ensure that it is going to continue in the direction that it is going. Just imagine when you don't have Black Talk Radio Network as one of the alternative media outlets to actually go up against some of the propaganda that's going on. uh, You know how that has affected you, and how much have you have learned from listening to Black Talk Radio Network and the programs that are here. You may not always agree, but it does give you a different perspective on some things, and you definitely, definitely, everyone, we have all learned from each other on this. And I would say make monetary donations. Donate some of your cash to the network so that it can continue. Care about it enough that you would do that. And also uh, tell your friends, tell your family members about it. Volunteer by, you know, donating some of your time, donating some of your uh, professional services, whatever it is that you do very well. Offer it to the network. Uh, to help the network grow. This is some of the things, you know, so often when we grow up in the post-civil rights era, we look at how they did certain things and we say, why aren't, the, why aren't those things happening now? It's only happening because you haven't engaged it and ensured that it happens. And so this is why it's so important that you do something because if you don't do anything, no one else will. That's the mentality that I've always taken. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It matters what I'm doing. And if I firmly believe in some things and I firmly know certain things that are uh, important to me, then that should be supported by me. So please, everyone, uh, make monetary donations, tell people about Black Talk Radio Network, have events for Black Talk Radio Network so the overall network can grow, and assist in every way that you possibly can to ensure that this network is still here. Also – Do the same for Tando Radio Show. Go to Tando Radio Show on Facebook and check out some of the things that we have posted there. And if you have any comments or any questions uh, or you would like to reach out to uh, Tando Radio Show, definitely uh, you can do it there. Or you can also send us an email or you can contact us uh, directly. We give out the number all the time. So let's go to Tando Radio Show, some of the things that we posted there for you to check out. This one comes from walkingtimes.com. Former U.S. president explains why the presidency is now irrelevant. Check out that article. Uh, very, very important. The CEO of the American corporation is irrelevant. One of the reasons how you know is because you see them. So check out that one there. Next one, this is a very good uh, article that's there, and I, and I would say this is a must-read and a must-discuss and a much- something that you need to prepare our young people for. The FBI has quietly started to spy on on US school children to quash excuse me dissidents at an early age. The FBI claims anarchists, sovereign citizens, and both animal rights and environmental extremists are deemed equally to to the potential threat Uh, to be, to be deemed equal to the potential threat as their organization that they created, known as ISIS, who is nothing more than a terrorist organization. And if that's the case, you know what that means about this government is that it is a terrorist organization by the acts that it has, uh, participated in throughout history. It's already been proven, it's already been shown. And if you don't know that, just look at World War II was the largest, uh, in, terrorist act in the world when the United States dropped two nuclear devices on the people of that happened to live in Japan. That was an act of terror because it did that for political, economic, and military gain when it was unnecessary in attacking civilians that had nothing to do with it. But see, this is what they don't want you to know about or to see it that way, because then they will continue to tell you who the terrorists are so that they can continue to Uh, control and to govern by terrorist tactics and believe me they will drop one on you and allow the entities that they are in fraternal order and and fraternal uh, fidelity with to do that also because this is the control the essence of power so you need to know these things i'm not afraid of them one bit or, or one way because there isn't anything that they can do to me that can move me from my overall harmonic energy, nor are my eternal spirit. They can't They can't fear. I can't have any, I'm, excuse me, I don't have any fear because of, I'm not a physical person. I don't care about that. I care about the truth. And especially, I want to always, always be one to stay on the side of truth as, as close as possible, and regardless of who that exposes.
2: Oh, brother, Dave. Can you so, repeat that article again? Is this talking about the Animal Enterprise Act or what?
4: This one was uh, at um, ActivistPost dot com. I posted inside of Tando. Okay. Uh, got it. yeah. It's um the FBI has uh, quietly started to spy on U S. uh school children. Okay. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, you know what I'm just, Scotty. I'll um I'll email it to you.
2: Okay, because they're saying, I mean, because I'm aware of the Animal Enterprise Act, some of the political prisoners that mm-hmm. I have posted information about are in prison for like, right. you know, setting uh, animals free from some of these mm-hmm. corporate places. And they're, they um, not that long ago determined that or now legislated that to be an act of terrorism. A terrorism, yeah, right. Right. And so, but I, I just want people to think you know, contrast that you just had a bunch of anti-racist activists get arrested and facing charges for uh, getting in a fist fight with some Ku Klux Klan. And so how come the Ku Klux Klan ain't viewed and treated as terrorism? So there's something to think about.
4: Right. right. And, And you know, and I know, Scotty, what that is all about, because the Klan is a part of the organization of the government itself. It's it's sanctioned by the government itself. And that's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, one of the reasons why they don't like these individuals, because these individuals do not, they don't engage in the overall governmental propaganda. They do, they, they see life from a different standpoint. And that is always a threat to the foundation of controlling people. And this is, you know, this is what is going to happen. They're going to continue to uh, uh, declare different groups and individuals mm-hmm. as a threat to the sovereignty of the U.S. as a national security risk. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they tell the truth and they expose the ills of this government and the terrorist acts that they have proven.
5: Yeah, because I ain't never
4: been engaging.
2: I ain't never heard anybody argue that supporters of ISIS have a First Amendment speech right to, you know, engage in, right. in, in, in whatever it is they're engaging in. But when we talk about racist white terrorists. Oh, they just excited the First Amendment speech rights. And- they have right. right.
4: <laughs> and you know what's 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 strange about what was what, well, not strange. What's sick about that. Is that see they want the propaganda that they want to have out out, and mm. nothing that exposes them. So they want to give them the right to do whatever. Because why? That brings real stability for the overall government of control. Because that is one way in which they do it. They don't want you exposing, you know, the connection between the Klan and the U.S. government and how they've been supported and institutionalized by the U.S. government for the very same reasons that they exist, just like ISIS, because ISIS is nothing more than an extension from the Klan, because it's put together by the same mixture, by the same cook, that being the U.S. government itself. So yeah, I just uh, emailed it to you, Scotty, so it should be in your email. So okay, next we have a very good uh, article that comes from the dailysheeple.com and it says the total collapse of Saudi Arabia is fast approaching. Uh, so this is one that you want to know because this is something that definitely definitely uh, affects you and is one of the reasons why Turkey and Saudi Arabia are positioning themselves for a all-out. Uh, or a, a a a false invasion of Syria while something else will happen somewhere else like in the Ukraine because this is one of the things that is, is happens and there's a reason why so check out this article very very telling and it gives you an idea of where things are going and what you need to prepare yourselves for. Next one, this one is let me open this one because it didn't uh, post it correctly. Um, it says this one comes from the. Wolfstreet. dot It says Build, uh, uh takes side in war on crack cash. Bundesbank. Hold on, let me get this uh, up. It didn't post correctly. Didn't give everything, all of the information. This was talking about how the U. S. Go- the governments take freedom from people one step at a time. It, it says um, freedom always dies. Bit by bit, both Bundesbank takes side in war on cash. Citizens, citizens should not be put under the general suspicion. And this is has everything to do with the cashless society that's being pushed, and in, in all. And we will definitely talk about that. As a, and as this all continues to unfold, it's something that we need to be aware of and be ready to respond to appropriately for ourselves individually, for our families, and for the community at large. Next one comes from Bloomberg. It says, Jim uh, Jim Rogers, why I'm out of the yen and long on the dollar. Jim Rogers says there is a 100% probability of a U.S. recession within a year. Check out this article, uh, very telling and and very informative. Uh, For those of you that are in the trading world, uh, this is something that you definitely want to uh, take a look at and, and start to discern for yourself next we have this comes from walking time again science explains how complaining is a negative is negative negatively altering your brain so check out this article um, because this is some some stuff that we need to definitely definitely know about next we have comes from SputnikNews.com, China alarmed by the U.S.-Korea military drills. China is very concerned about the military drills between the South Korea, between South Korea and the United States. Believes this to be the largest ever joint exercise of the two countries and in increasing tensions on the Korean Peninsula, according to Chinese foreign. ministers. this is a huge exercise that's going on there and. This could be something that could turn into something that is very, uh, that that pushes the over global, that pushes, pushes the envelope for the, the global nuclear war that is at hand. Why is this at hand? Because when a country goes broke and an empire goes broke, it has to lash out militarily in order to save and to hold on as much as what it is losing from the asymmetrical or the currency war or the economic war that it's losing. It always pushes empires to start to try to regain the control that they once had. And it's not going to happen, but of course, this is all a charade against the the overall general population at hand. These governments are in one big fraternity against you. This is why they have their secrets and maintain their connections with, while, Killing you and having all forms of disruptive lifestyles and disruptive uh, uh, events that go on in life to shorten your overall life expectancy. And while they never ever there, you've never seen where countries go to war and the very people that declare it go on the battlefield and fight it fight it out themselves for the good for the good cause that they thought it was so necessary to go to war on. Nope. They have they hire who? They in, in they hire and they make and they push and they force the young people of that generation into that predicament because once you start to start to have wars, nations lose their overall uh, percentages and they lose their their position with their young people because the young people are totally, totally destroyed that era of young people's to the millenniums right now because of the long iraqi war and everything else that generation has been completely decimated because of that and this is the overall design and they have another generation that they're going to target and they're targeting those young people as we speak now continuance so uh next we have Today's show, today's show, we're going to be talking about if voting matter. It would, voting mattered. It would be illegal. The, the time game of voting and what you need to know. This is what we're going to be talking about. I have a, a video. I don't know if Scotty was, may have been too large for Scotty to put it in. Um, cause I didn't see it in place. Let me check really quickly. And I don't know. Maybe Scotty will have to play it on his end. Uh oh, not sure. Hey, uh, Scotty, are you there? Well, once um, Scotty shines, he might be uh, off doing something real quickly. But I think uh, we had a great video. I wanted you guys to to hear, um, but if the file may have been too big to download because I don't see it here. Oh, that's not good. Okay, so once uh, Scotty comes in, we'll jump into that. Okay, so also I uh, have posted, uh, I posted yesterday's video of the century of enslavement, the history of the Federal Reserve is posted there. Then there was another uh, very important article that I thought was important, Clinton Found- Foundation. This was an older one. Clinton Foundation took massive profits, promised the Hammond Ranch and other publicly owned land. Now, why is this so important? This is very, very important because what you're starting to see, what was going on in Oregon, what was going on in Nevada, what you saw the CEO of the United States sign uh, where they took over 1.8 million acres of land within California and some of the uh, Western uh portions of this country and they took over lands that was going to be rich in natural resources. And once again, the Clinton Foundation, who I I will just tell you that the Clintons to me are nothing more than political serial killers. If you know their history and seeing, seeing how, how many people uh, have been directly, directly uh, uh, knocked off by these people. And you'll see why I call them political serial killers. And they're also, uh, ones that engage in stealing resources from na- from countries. They did it down in Haiti because there was a large gold deposit that was found in Haiti. And next thing you know, uh, Haiti was hit with a earthquake, which I believe was was a part of the weaponized weathering uh, technology to, to hit uh, Haiti. And then who was the first one there, the Clinton Foundation, and what happened when the Clinton Foundation got there? They took over uh, the the brother-in-law of, of Bill Clinton, uh, brother of, of Hillary, took over, because of their foundation, they took over some of the largest gold mining opportunities that were there, and they positioned themselves for just doing that. And then not only that, you have this going on uh, in different parts of the country, and this is happening because they've also done this with, deals with, with Russia uh, for uranium, and this is what this article is talking about, but also what a lot of people didn't know was that during that Bundy Ranch thing in Nevada, Harry Reid's son, the senator from Nevada, Harry Reid's son was try- was in the midst of brokering or positioning, or the deal had already been sealed, a solar farm for a Chinese company, which was, in my opinion, was nothing more than a front for the Chinese government, and the solar project was, was the overall uh, um, <clears throat> diversion to what was really going on. They were going to give the land to China because China wanted it because Nevada is rich in rare earth minerals and in silver. And there's a, a very unique Uh, part of silver and gold that's in Nevada where gold and silver are are fused together. And China wanted that. This tells you that the U.S. has been in receivership, and now they're giving up territorial lands to different countries as payment for their default on the debt that has already happened. And as we speak right now, there is, because of some emails and and interactions between Hillary Clinton and other governments, there were some treasonous things that people believed that they were involved in because there was uh, secrets and, and everything else that were divulged to different countries. That's the allegations, and believe me, it probably has more weight to it than what has been said because you can see these deals happening all over the place. It's the same type of deals that this is. This re, this, uh, report is all about. Is, is all about because they are taking and trying to seize resources from the general population of people because they don't want you to have them because they understand what the power of those resources are but the whoever controls the resources controls the general population of the world uh, let me just see if Scotty is there Scotty you there <clears throat> so, didn't um
2: yes yes i'm here i was struggling to get my headsets back on (laughs)
4: okay no cool hey scotty i don't know if the file that i sent you from the video was too big um no i got it i
2: was uploading it as you speak i've been experiencing all kind of technical issues today
4: yeah yeah me too we had a, a bunch of thunderstorms that came through and that's why i got it to you late um because i couldn't i couldn't send it from from uh, my computer so okay so cool that's um so if we get that up we'll we'll get rolling you on should that.
2: see it you and should see it check and see if you can see it it should okay. be the last file i just got it
4: uploaded okay cool let me check probably have to go out so okay everyone um those are some of the things that were uh, oh but before we go to that let me no i can't see uh i probably will have to log out and log in. Uh, let me, see. maybe, might be there. Let me check, Scotty.
2: Yeah, so we've everyone, been um, 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 under some uh, cyber attacks these past couple of days. You have been? Yes, the server has been.
4: Yeah, it's it's a lot of that happening um, all over. Uh, and, and believe me, that's for a lot of various reasons, and as we already know. Um, it's probably there, Scotty. Let me log uh, doing a commercial. I'm going to run a commercial. If you could run a commercial, Scotty, I'll log off and log back in. and It'll probably be in there. Okay. 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 Thanks, Scotty. Run the commercials, and then we'll be right back. Okay, everyone, give and go to commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to jump into this video, and we're going to talk about uh, voting. And I know that Scotty has some um, really good insights in uh, on voting and, and the importance of it. Um, in, in me, myself, um, I, I just don't believe the system that they have in place is the one that we should be engaging in. I do uh, feel that it's necessary for us to to exp- express what it is that we need, but the system, current system that we have is, is filled with so much fraud uh, that that has to be taken into account. So uh, definitely we'll hear this video then. Uh, I know Scotty wants to, to chime in on that, and, and I do too, and then we would love to hear from you at, at the appropriate time after. We're only probably going to hear about uh, 30 minutes, but this is a very long video, um, so we'll probably break it down in 30-minute increments because it's 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 important that we actually uh, talk about uh, these things and, and to, to bring ourselves aware to what is exactly there and how can we uh, participate in things that actually do serve us to ensure that our interests are being on the forefront instead of the other interests of the the corporations, the politicians, the bankers, everyone but us, but at the expense of us. So, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call 641-715-3660, and the participant code is fifty four ninety thirty two pound. Then hit star sixty one. I will that will signal me, signal me, and I will see you in queue and definitely bring you up. What you think, and Your opinion is so, so important to us because a dialogue is so important because we are able to grow from that. This is where we can actually start to agendize our overall direction. You're listening to Tando Radio Show. We'll be right back after these quick commercial breaks.
6: The world will soon place you and your family members under geopolitical, economic, and social unrest. Are you ready? If your answer is no... Then this is the opportune time for you to become informed, aware, and prepared for soon-coming events. For only $25 per month, become educated in the area of precious metals and disaster preparedness for your home and businesses. For more information, email wolf6pack1 at gmail.com. Because becoming an entrepreneur is very empowering, we would also like to encourage you in firing your boss. Learn the wonderful opportunities in the Forex market. Find out more about these proven strategies at www.imarketsliveinternational.com. The time has come that we become empowered instead of exploited.
2: You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network for live programming schedules. Visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com.
4: Okay, welcome back everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, David Rand, aka Dave from LA. Yes, Scotty, I see it in queue. Uh, so great, we're going to go to the video, um, everyone. Well, this video um, is—it's—I think it's a, a relatively old uh, documentary, but it has some very, very important points about it, and I don't want to, uh, you know. To take too much away from it, you'll you'll see some of these things. It's, it's a long one, so we'll probably do about uh, thirty to forty minutes of it, so that you can hear it uh, and, and get a feel for it. And then we would definitely come back and, and discuss some of these things because it's very very important um, that we do because it's it's you know when we really look at what's going on in the world, there has to has to, there has to be a, a an opportunity for us to interject and to direct our own path. It's so so important. By by whatever means that's in our best interest, we have to develop those fundamental uh, measures to to actually see our interest to, to actually uh, uh, be served properly. Because every person here on this on this planet is unique, and that unique. Uh, individuality should be served. And believe me, don't, don't think of it from man's standpoint, because man's standpoint of everything would have you to say, no, it has to be, you know, this way and done, you know, exclusively this way to serve the people and to serve the purpose when it really is serving them. And so what has to happen is if you really think about it, when God creates uh, uh, life and created all of the, the, the living forms throughout this universe, not just here on earth. And so many times we just think that life is extended just from what we can see when there is life all around us, the living planet, the living trees, all of those things are living entities just like you are. And, you know, so, so often what man would have us to think is that we are the gods. Because when that happens, and they don't directly tell you that, but what they do is they subliminally and psychologically put that in your head from the standpoint of controlling everything where everything should be is at your uh, disposal and for you to – you're the master of instead of you being in, co- in cooperation and, and sharing with. Because the great creator, God Almighty, has created a whole universe that has balance. And it also has such balance that it, it, it allows for individuals, entities, living spirits to even go off that balance and try to establish their own. Because why? Because that type of energy is not sustainable. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't take any of the real balance off. Only balance that it warps is your own. But because you have a free will, it's so powerful that that gift is the most powerful thing that we really have ever been given outside of having the energy of life. So what we want to do is I want to jump into this uh, video. It's called Uncounted, uh, the new mass And then I'll... Post it in, once we finish it, I'll post it inside of Tando Radio Show. So let's jump to this because I don't want to run out of time with it. Uh, Very, very important. Here we go. Oops.
5: One second.
7: man middle of the moment leader of
3: this country. That man is George W. Bush. For a time there, it looked like we were in for another long post-election battle for the White House. But today, when Ohio finally went into the Bush column, it was clear the president had scored a decisive re-election victory.
8: We had a long night and a great night.
5: Voters turned
9: out in record numbers
5: and delivered an historic victory. Everything
1: we
10: know about this election, everything about the turnout profile, tells us the exit polls are right George Bush lost this election.
11: Aides say the
3: president sees his victory as a clear mandate and plans to move aggressively on his agenda
9: for a second term. America has spoken, and I'm humbled by the trust and the confidence of my fellow citizens.
10: Wherever I went, what I found was long lines of voters and missing machines.
12: It was all across the inner city precincts, two to
5: three hour lane,
12: not enough machines and broken down machines.
11: This Republican strategy for maximizing the vote for their candidate by any means possible more than likely cost Senator Kerry the campaign.
9: I see a great day coming for our country and I am eager for the work ahead. God bless you and may God bless America.
10: We see all these iceberg tips of anomalies, one after another. And guess what? Virtually all of them favoring George Bush.
5: Here in
13: Columbus, Ohio's capital, voters waited as long as two and a half hours today to cash cast their ballot.
7: People waiting in line for nine hours to vote, some getting discouraged and actually going home without exercising their franchise. People waiting for as
3: long as 15 hours to vote in line because they only had two places to vote.
14: I'm trying to put together a popular-oriented book, and uh, as a preliminary, I've been listing the different ways that the election was stolen. Uh, in Ohio, and I've, uh, uh, at this moment I'm at thirty-six. So, uh, I expect to get to about fifty. The scope of the theft is almost unfathomable, and I think it's one of the reasons people have uh, difficulty dealing with it is because they did so many different
15: things.
12: They knew we had a record turnout this year. They did nothing to accommodate us, nothing. There should have been 14 voting
3: machines
11: at this site. There were only six.
6: Working people in the morning had to leave because they couldn't stay in line for two hours. There was one phone number for every precinct in the county to call with problems. So needless to say, every time we tried to reach them during the day, it was busy.
1: Bush
12: and Kerry, they made all these trips to Ohio for our votes. They should have been here today. You know, they should see what's going on.
14: If they had just gone in there and rigged the voting machines or had just gone in there and miscounted the ballots or had just intimidated people or had just sent out fake flyers telling Democrats to vote on Wednesday, maybe people could have figured it out. But they realized, I think, that they were going to have to pick up quite a few votes and it was a full-court press.
6: During the hours of 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., everyone was turned away during, due to broken machines. What I saw
0: uh, was voter intimidation in the form of city employees that were sent in to stop illegal parking. I attempted to vote um, in the same place that I voted in the primaries and was told that my name was not on the rolls.
16: On Franklin County, there are no votes for David Cobb. Well, that's a problem. I voted for David Cobb.
11: It was clear that something had happened that deserved to be put on the record. The election day process itself was a huge confused. The lines were long, the machines
14: were misallocated. Every county had its own story, almost literally. There are 88 counties in Ohio, and there were riggings going on in every different way that you can imagine in every different county.
16: The polls had opened an hour late. They did not open until about 7.30 a.m. The polling machines were locked in the principal's office. Hundreds of people were turned away, were forced to leave the line because they needed to be at school, they needed to be at work, or they needed to take their children to school.
12: We had two voting machines for 1,300 people in our county, one of which was broken for two hours. The first two hours of the day, from
14: 6.30 to 8.30. For me to sit in, in the precinct in which I grew up, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, uh, 10 days after the election, and listen to scores of, of people, black and white, talk about how they were denied their vote in the year 2004 in Columbus, Ohio, is a an assault on everything that we were raised to
11: believe. These were things that, and practices that you could see were happening, that were not fair, were not encouraging, voting, and that were pretty blatant as well.
14: The targeting of people of color and of people without means is very political and very computerized. It's not as if they're out there saying, well, we don't want black people to vote and we don't want poor people to vote. What they're saying is black people are voting Democratic, poor people are voting are Democratic. Therefore, we want to eliminate their vote. It's an easy matrix to work from. They're identifiable. And so if a Republican wants to win an election, can start with the
7: people of color.
4: People are getting off the vote. There's lines everywhere. We are awake. People were kind of, uh, at first, enthusiastic that so many people came out to vote. And everybody's like, I'm staying here. I don't care if I have to stand here all day. And I am going to vote. The
10: rain ain't going to stop nobody.
4: And in the beginning, in the morning, at 6.30 in the morning, you would think, yes, this is good. But then, at 2 o'clock, when the lines are still out the door and you have a two or three hour way to vote and you can't stand in the line that long. It's like, well, why should anyone have to stand there all day to vote?
11: We had testimony that some people stayed up until 12 hours in the line, which to me borders on criminal conduct to put citizens through that kind of a oppressive, unendurable situation.
10: And it was so blatantly obvious that the inner city machines were missing, making it difficult and inconvenient for American citizens to cast their constitutional right to a vote.
12: The interminably long lines that African Americans and young people on college campuses suffered was the result of a very conscious decision on allocating voting machines. To my knowledge, that's a new game. I had never known of it before.
0: That clearly happened in this election. It's all happening in the inner city with, the, you know, the most vulnerable and unprotected part of the population, mostly, you know, African American and Latino. And that's Jim Crow.
7: Election day went to my polling place to vote. Um, I was told that I wasn't on a register.
1: Um,
2: you having some issues?
4: Yeah, I think it, it just – um one sec, Scotty. I think it just stopped. Let me play it again. It just stopped. Comes to I mean, the, later,
7: the timer – oh, oh, there it, it is. Up. My vote was never counted.
4: Let me push it back so everyone can hear it.
7: I'm a child of the 60s. I grew up watching water hoses being turned on to people. I knew what these people were fighting for, you know? And that is people being able to determine the direction of this country. And when you take that away, we're no better than any other country in the world. I guess I'll vote next time, too, because a lot of people fought and died for my right to vote. And I know that. Even though my vote didn't count. Maybe my words will make a point and sharpen people's appetites to really want to make it right.
3: It was clear after the election that something very unusual had happened and the vote had been manipulated. We needed a common meeting place so that we could discuss strategies for preventing this from happening again.
11: We're here for two days to focus on the one thing we all can agree on, which is the fundamental
3: necessity to trust our voting process if we are going to be a
11: democracy in something other than name only. A new ABC News poll
3: has found that the race in Pennsylvania is, as they say, drum-tight. 49% for President Bush, 48% for Senator Kerry. That is a statistical tie.
16: The election of 2004 was unprecedented in Pennsylvania. We had unprecedented new registrations. We had unprecedented participation. There were rallies. There were more yard signs than you ever saw before. I've been a poll worker for 15 years in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania, and, uh, I knew the night of the election there was something desperately wrong with our election. Some of the precincts in, in the one county in particular, there were, there was an 80% undervote. That means eight out of 10 people who came to the poll to vote on November 2nd did not care enough about the presidential race to vote. I don't think so. Traditionally in Pennsylvania, the presidential undervote, this is people that did not select any candidate for president, is approximately one to three percent in some precincts those under were as high as 70 percent and 80 percent the officials in these counties blame voter error and lack of voter education always we blame the voter when you see 42 percent 70 percent and 80 percent under votes in the precincts in this election you know you know it's, it's not real it's, there's something definitely
0: not right This was the site of the closest race four years ago. Al Gore won the state by just 366 votes. And the Bush campaign believes that if it can get a few more of those Hispanic votes, they can actually win this state and its five electoral college votes.
9: We think it's very likely that the outcome of the presidential election in New Mexico was affected by the irregularities when you add them all up we found precincts and clusters of precincts where the rate at which people seem to have not voted for president was up above 25%. When voters from that same precinct, those voters' neighbors, went to vote in early voting, their undervote rate was down under 1%. The undervote problem was concentrated in Native American and Hispanic areas of the state. Statistically, We know that Native American communities and Hispanic communities in New Mexico overwhelmingly supported Mr. Kerry as their candidate at rates of 85 percent or higher. So when it appears that people have gone in and not even selected a presidential candidate, what's been lost are Democratic votes that could actually skew the outcome of the election.
5: The
3: presidential race looks jar-lid tight. We could be in for a long night as voters decide whether Vice President Al Gore or Texas Governor George Bush will be the next president of the United States. It is that close. I was in Austin on election night in 2000, and we just didn't know what was being thrown at us.
13: CNN announces that we call Florida in the Al Gore column. In blue,
3: the important, pivotal state of Florida for Vice President Al Gore. Bulletin. Florida pulled back into the undecided column. All we could see was that this was the scariest election imaginable. This thing is so wild, wacky, and woolly, nobody knows how it's going to come out. With Florida being an for our goal, taken out of the goal column. Uh, CNN right now is moving Florida to the too
7: close to call column, too close to
3: call. Florida is now too close to call, I want to say that again. It's a confusing situation. Now, if you're disgusted with us, frankly, I don't blame you. The whole election being called for Bush prematurely and then being uncalled for Bush. CBS News has now, for the second time tonight, pulled back flow. We take Florida away from uh, George W. Bush. We
13: don't entirely trust all the information.
3: Quite honestly, we now don't know. What to make of florida al gore's concession and then his retraction of his concession
12: put me on has retracted his concession You're too to close at this point to level. make a concession speech he called to say look
10: we think it's too close I'm going to retract that concession.
3: And finally, there's complete confusion at the end of a very long night. And everybody just bewildered in thinking, what is going on?
5: Could we just repeat this again?
3: uh, Well, I I think in the fullness of time that we're going to have an explanation for
13: this. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen tonight. We've been saying it all night long and we've just proven it. Uh, Could you
9: pass the crow?
3: We had the corruption of the media environment because the person who called the election for Bush was his own cousin. Uh, who was working for Fox News at the time, and then all the other networks unquestioningly and followed Fox News rather than doing their own analysis. Bush wins.
14: CNN declares that George Walker Bush
3: has won. George Bush is the president-elect of the United States. ABC News is now going to
11: project that Florida goes to Mr. Bush.
3: One of the closest elections in American history, Bush has won. You had all these other delicious wrinkles in the situation, the fact that the Republican candidate's brother was the governor of the state where all the controversy was going on.
9: Your brother said in one of his speeches, my brother said he's going to deliver a quote.
3: <laughs> he, he did say that. He said it more, more than once. Will he deliver? He also told me that it was going to be a cold Thanksgiving dinner if I don't help him out, and then we're going to carry it. Catherine Harris, who was the Secretary of State, was doubling as co-chair of George Bush's election campaign.
6: Governor George W. Bush, 2912000 000- 790.
3: So there were all these situations which, had they happened in some other emerging country from the former Soviet Union, the United States probably would have been front and center in denouncing these things as evidence of corruption. Suddenly it's happening in the world's most
11: powerful country.
9: We are waiting now to what could be rather significant rulings
11: in this race for the White House. The Supreme Court intervened and stopped the counting at exactly the critical moment.
17: Just getting word. Associated Press that the U.S. Supreme Court has set aside the ruling on hand-counted votes in Florida.
11: Even though Al Gore won the popular vote, he lost in the one state that would make the difference between who would be president.
16: African-Americans promised a payback at the polls. They delivered
13: in record numbers. But on election day, thousands of their votes didn't count.
12: The Civil Rights Commission did a series of hearings on what happened in the election long after Bush v. Gore was decided.
16: Harris faced an hour of intense questioning from the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights.
8: What standards do you provide? And let's start with the standards to be used at the recount?
13: I'm going to let Mr. Roberts address the legal question. Thank you. I thought Katherine uh, Harris's
12: um, description of her role was laughable, 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 ha 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 we got almost uniformly from the poll workers and from the people who made the allegations that there was widespread uh, disenfranchisement of various kinds. And we concluded, based on that and some statistical analysis, that African-Americans were ten times more likely to be denied uh, the right to vote uh, than whites were in that election.
5: Wake up! Wake up! Have the vote, baby! Don't be afraid!
3: The 2000 election illustrated that there was a real problem. The patient was sick. American democracy was not in a good way. The doctors came along and they really made the wrong diagnosis. They said the problem is the machines. If we have better machines, everything will be fine. So there was an almighty rush to believe that computers were the solution. About 29% of registered voters, that's about 50 million people, are expected to use these electronic touch screen machines next week. That's about double the number in the last election. And there is some concern. These are new machines.
18: When we use electronic voting machines, we can think of it as a black box, because we as human beings cannot look into that computer and see the internal bits. It's hidden from us. So as far as we're concerned, it could be just a big
3: black box. Is, is there any type of paper receipt that you get when that confirms your vote?
18: Since we can't see inside there, we can't know, we can't feel sure that what goes in in terms of our vote stays there and actually gets counted.
3: There's a fundamental problem with the whole concept of a computer touchscreen machine. If there's a problem, there's no way of identifying the problem and fixing it if you have a machine that does not involve paper.
18: I want to mention something about conspiracy. No one has yet explained to my satisfaction the difference between a conspiracy and a long-range business plan. (laughs) My primary area of activity has been to alert people to the dangers of electronic voting. The voter, him or herself, cannot determine whether or not their ballot choices have been recorded accurately in the computer. The computer can show one thing on the screen but be reporting something else internally. But the second and worst problem is that nobody can observe the ballots being counted. This is the fraudulent voting machine, and Mm -hmm. it's a demonstration that shows people what's wrong with electronic voting. It says, click here to start voting. That's where the voter goes, into the booth. There's only one race, because it's only a demonstration for teaching purposes. John Doe versus Mary Smith for president. I'm going to vote John Doe. I go to verify my ballot and if there's no voter verified paper audit trail and there's no audit, everybody thinks that this is good because I voted for John Doe, it says John Doe, I say correct. It says poll worker may close the booth will assume it's the end of the election day. And here's my final total. Now you can see that the vote was switched. But here's the kicker, if you're the election director, you are 100% within your right to say, we had a perfect election. We had one voter. We have one ballot. I see no problem. And that's the problem with electronic voting. You see no problem.
3: What you really need is either a paper ballot in the first place, or you need to develop an electronic device where you vote on the electronic interface, and the machine itself produces a paper ballot based on your choices that you then look at and put in the ballot box in the old-fashioned way.
11: Computers are the new 21st century threat uh, to fair and full and democratic participation in the voting process.
9: In North Carolina, over 4,000 ballots are gone forever, lost when a voting machine passed its arbitrary limit. In South Florida, election officials were horrified to see vote totals start counting down after they hit 32,000. One of the
3: insidious things about touchscreen voting machines is that if there is foul play, it can, at least in theory, be perpetrated invisibly. You can cover your tracks completely.
0: All three voting systems have significant security and reliability vulnerabilities which pose a real danger to the integrity of national and state elections.
3: Even if there is auditability in the system, The programmer, the rogue programmer, can can change the audit trail as well. And this is something that's unprecedented.
9: You can change the software. You can infect the system with a virus. Gaming systems
8: like your Microsoft Xbox 360 or Sony PlayStation 3 are engineered to resist a wide variety of tampering attacks. That level of engineering is entirely absent from voting machines.
3: With these machines, you can alter the outcome of a national election undetectably in a way that is just unprecedented in terms of its reach and the power to to really play around. For those reasons, we should be much more careful of these machines than we've ever been in the past. And the evidence is
8: actually we're being less careful. I grew up during Vietnam and Watergate. And to me, the press is the fourth estate, the great watchdog. But the American press was not, in January of 2004, reporting anything about electronic voting. It's like it didn't even exist. They had me in as a temp word processor. I was working the second shift at night and just typing all manner of documents and charts and memos, whatever they needed there was a tape that the attorney brought down and hearing what was on the tape it was just part of my job I put in that tape and start listening and the attorney says, okay, this is a memo to file the client is Diebold Election Systems, Inc. That night, all I did was my job I typed up, transcribed the tape and proofed it and put it in the out bin and and that was it but my mind was racing I went home and lay awake all night thinking about it I certainly wasn't an expert, but I knew enough to know that what I was reading was smoking gun proof that they were using illegal, uncertified software in their voting machines, that they knew it was illegal, and that they were lying to the state and the taxpayers and the voters about the use of this illegal software.
6: (laughs)
3: what the documents show is Diebold had gotten themselves into significant legal jeopardy by going around to the counties that had sold machines and constantly upgrading the software and doing it in such a way that they weren't actually getting approval for these software upgrades. When you're constantly changing the software, you can be substantially changing what it is doing on election day.
4: Early. Okay, everyone, we're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to finish this out. Uh, Hopefully you are learning something. Hopefully you are uh, thinking about and, and ready to engage in this conversation as to, is this really important? Does this really matter? Is this something that should be on our own individual agendas at hand? So, in my opinion, is very, very important. But you're listening to Tando Radio Show. That's what you buy, Black Talk Radio Network. We're getting ready to go to a commercial break, and when we come back, we will pick up where we left off. And if you'd like to get in on the conversation at the end of it all, definitely give us a call, 641-751-3660, and the participant code is 549032, pound. Then hit star 61. I will definitely see you in queue and bring you up. Listen, Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network.
7: This is Brother Elliot, host of Time for an Awakening, and you're listening to Black Talk Radio Network, new media for the new millennium.
9: make black talk
2: radio your choice for digital black radio new black media for the new millennium
5: the world will soon
6: place you and your family members under geopolitical economic and social unrest are you ready if your answer is no then this is the opportune time for you to become informed, aware, and prepared for soon-coming events. For only $25 per month, become educated in the area of precious metals and disaster preparedness for your home and businesses. For more information, email wolf6pack1 at gmail.com. Because becoming an entrepreneur is very empowering, we would also like to encourage you in firing your boss. Learn the wonderful opportunities in the Forex market. Find out more about these proven strategies at www.imarketsliveinternational.com. The time has come that we become empowered instead of exploited.
2: You are tuned in to the Sando Radio Show on Black Talk Radio Network. Have a question or comment, give us a call at 641-715-3660. That's 641-715-3660. The participant code is 549-032-POUND, 549-032-POUND. To signal the host, it's star 61. Now back today in the Tando Radio Show.
4: Okay, welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump back into the video that we have uh, that's that's playing, and and we're probably going to uh, grab maybe 15, uh, about 15 or 17 more minutes, and then we will definitely be open to, um, we're going to take it to the half hour, and then we will be able to uh, take some of your calls and talk about what it is that we um, are hearing. So you're listening to Tando Radio Show is well to you by Black Talk Radio Network, some of my everything unfreezes for me real quickly i will put in there we go get us to the right time and get going on this very very good here we go
3: goes into significant legal jeopardy by going around to the counties that had sold machines and constantly upgrading software and doing it in such a way that they weren't actually getting approval for these software upgrades when you're constantly changing the software you can be substantially changing what it is doing on election day early today problems with electronic voting machines as some voters were turned away when the machines weren't functioning properly two of the largest counties in california essentially saw the majority of their polling places fall apart so you had Literally thousands of voters in those counties who just couldn't vote. This is a direct result of the representations and the misrepresentations, really, that, uh, Diebold and, uh, and its attorneys made to the state of California. show is that Diebold's troubles had gotten to be so profound that there was recognition within the company and its law firm, Jones Day,
8: that they had in fact broken the law in California. I went to the Oakland Tribune website and I, I saw some of the documents online and I thought, wow, there they are. I wanted it to be exposed and I thought, my work here is done.
17: Within four days, there was a hearing. Now, it had been a scheduled hearing, but the content of that hearing now involved Jones Day's attorneys being questioned by a panel which was gathered from the Office of the Secretary of State. Within days, they had decertified the Diebold machines involved and referred Diebold for criminal prosecution.
3: These documents had a very significant impact on the ultimate decision to remove a lot of that equipment from using California
8: elections. It was actually Friday the 13th, just after dawn, and there's a simultaneous pounding on the front door and the doorbell ringing at the same time. And I open the door, and there's 10 Los Angeles police officers there and one investigator from the DA's office. I thought, this is a mistake.
13: When Stephen came to me, there were no charges. There was only the execution of a search warrant authored by the Los Angeles County district attorney's office. This was in August of 2004 on the eve of a national presidential election. It was over 18 months before the Los Angeles district attorney's office actually charged Mr. Heller, which I to this day find very interesting.
8: I was charged with three felonies. It was unauthorized access to a computer and uh, uh, receiving stolen property and uh, theft by computer. This was newsworthy in a big
9: way because you had a, a whistleblower. And in fact, that's what Stephen Heller was. And he was being treated like a common criminal.
13: The great irony here is that while there's enormous statutory civil protection for whistleblowers, at the end of the day, there is not criminal
8: protection. I violated attorney client privilege, and that is a very serious crime. And I pled guilty to that crime, and I'm taking responsibility for it. But what is illegal is not always wrong. I had to pay a $10,000 fine to the law firm, I had to sign a statement of apology to the law firm, and I'm on felony probation.
13: I think we will forever chill whistleblowers from coming forward. And I think it's the exact wrong message we want to send to citizens about misconduct they uncover.
0: The state of California has
8: ordered that some 15,000 brand new touchscreen voting machines manufactured by the default Company not be used next week. Officials say there are serious
9: flaws of the machines and that the company has repeatedly misled the state.
8: They really, literally engage in absolutely deplorable behavior, and uh, to the extent that they put the election at risk, jeopardizing the outcome of the election.
17: A very difficult ethical choice had to be made, but the information was very important and actually could affect the future of the free world. That sounds like it's an awful big container to put this in, But when you understand that this company was making the machines that counted 33 million votes in a presidential election, then if they are conspiring behind the scenes to tell untruths and to mislead a secretary of state, you've got to have concern over whether you should trust their secret software.
8: When I saw those documents, I had to do something. If our elections are crooked, then our democracy isn't there anymore. And I'm just not willing to let that go I'm not willing to let liberty and freedom go
5: What has
3: changed in terms of the role of private companies has been the technology. With the new generation of touch screens, it's very hard to find people who really understand enough about the machine to use them properly.
5: What do you all want this machine to do? Excuse me.
3: So the default position is asking the private companies to provide their own technicians to come in and effectively
9: run the election on behalf of the public. The absolute control over the election process that a company like Diebold potentially could have from tabulation to the software that's inside. It's concerning to people. It shouldn't be. I'll be blunt. People does not control the elections. Voters should not have to rely on any private company for the security and fundamental fairness of their election system.
10: If you privatize the votes and allow private companies with secret software to essentially count your votes for you and they're partisans uh, of the president, then of course they'll they'll steal the vote because we've made it easy for them.
3: So if you're starting to advocate that responsibility to private, for-profit companies who have every interest in making themselves look good long before they worry about having integrity in the process, then you're beginning to seriously compromise the bedrock of American democracy.
10: 51 p.m. Tuesday. As Air Force One touches down at Andrews Air Force Base, the president first learns of network exit polls showing Kerry ahead throughout the battleground. Dejected.
9: Mr. Bush tells his confidant, Karen Hughes, the numbers are what they are. I'm surprised. It caused celebration among Kerry forces, panic and then disbelief on the president's team. It even caused the markets on Wall Street to drop sharply these polls are paid for by a consortium of major news organizations
15: nbc news included the evening of the election uh, having seen the exit polls released during the day and having seen the tally turn out so differently in the evening um to me that was uh that was a, a shock of the first magnitude and in fact uh you know use an analogy from the financial services industry it was the world's loudest burglar alarm and to to my i guess shock and amazement nobody was listening.
10: The exit polls have been used by the networks to project election results with great accuracy through the years. We've relied on the exit polls for many elections now. They have a history of um, at least 40 years. In 2004, we saw something very different. The discrepancy between the exit polls and the vote counts was off the charts, and this was a new phenomenon.
11: exit polls were more accurate than the voting that took place that they were supposed to be measuring. It's certainly much more convenient if you want to believe
10: in the future of your democracy, you don't want to have your whole day ruined, to basically say, well, of course the tabulated votes, that's gospel, and the exit polls must have had a methodological flaw. If you look at the exit poll sample as a whole, there were some 13,000 individuals chosen to be a nationally representative sample. A sample size of 13,000 generates a margin of error less than 1%. What we saw was a discrepancy that was so much greater than that.
15: Statistics can tell you what the chances are when you interview 13,000 people that you'd be that far off. And, you know, it's somewhere, I won't bore you with the numbers, but it's somewhere between, you know, astronomically impossible and ludicrously impossible. So it just didn't happen by chance.
11: Nearly all the experts are in agreement that the exit polls could not have been so far off that they gave distorted results. It's far more rational to assume that the voting process was compromised.
10: When you look at the pipeline through which the popular vote actual tabulations travel, how immensely easy it is to rig that at so many levels And the computer security experts and computer experts have been screaming about this for 15 years, basically. There is more methodological consistency, development, non-partisanship to the exit poll by far than there are, than there
8: is to the tabulated vote.
0: It didn't take too much investigation to see that a lot of people were disrespected and essentially disenfranchised. I mean, it has nothing to do with was the election stolen? It was could people vote when they wanted to vote? And the answer was no. Certain people couldn't do that. That just gets my blood boiling. I'm too outrageous if I write, for instance, precisely what I believe, that the election was stolen, if I use the F word, fraud, well, there's a good chance the editors will think I'm a lunatic, and they'll fill the hole with some other columnist's words. Like any other American citizen that was concerned about the issue, I just kept waiting for the media to tell us, you know, to look into it and to say, here's what happened and, and it won't happen again. And it just never happened.
15: saw so a poll today showing that 80% of the country believes the president won the election in a fair vote. The other 20% write me.
17: You know, there's like a corral around this issue, beyond which the mainstream media just doesn't want to go.
3: We've been a little surprised by how many emails we've had suggesting that maybe, once again, the country got it wrong. Now, we're not particularly disposed to conspiracy theories, As you know, Mr. Bush won by a very comfortable margin of more than three million votes.
0: There is a groupthink that happens. And the groupthink is, you know, it's a bandwagon.
3: There were no problems that would lead me to believe that there were uh, stolen elections or widespread fraud.
0: Not according to some people who have devised
9: various theories. Websites hostile to the president claim massive vote fraud that Senator Kerry really won.
17: And it just became apparent that there wasn't a will in the mainstream media to take this
0: issue and do anything with it.
3: And what about those early exit polls giving Kerry the lead? They say that means the election was stolen. Convinced?
0: A respected reporter that tried to make the case that there was election fraud would definitely look silly, would feel silly, you know, because it's this conspiracy. It's the nutcase file. And I mean, everything gets swept into the nutcase file that suggests that there's anything irregular.
8: Clearly for many people, however, results
0: are not enough.
12: Even as the corporate media ignores the story, ordinary citizens are rolling up their sleeves and getting the job done, working on a litany of election reforms that are critically important to create and democratize
9: our elections in this country.
10: This evidence was only brought to the attention of the American people, if at all, by community radio,
12: by independent media, by bloggers, by the Internet. Something really powerful took place around this story, and this story would not die.
10: I come from the school of journalism, I.F. Stone, that says everything we need to know is in the public record. Uh, I've made a career out of investigative reporting based on simply reading government documents. Often uh, the mainstream media doesn't do this. They had an explanation for the famous Gahanna Ford 1B machine, where 638 people voted, and miraculously, the president got 4,258 votes in one of the greatest faith-based miracles of modern times.
5: <sighs>
10: now leave it to the dispatch to get to the bottom of that. I'm watching O&N one day. O&N reports the machine was fatigued after... 638 votes were cast, you know how your computer gets fatigued.
0: (laughs) Far and away, more than anything else I've ever written about, there's concern about this issue. So that says to me the public is awake and activated, which makes the question, where is the media, a crucial question. The media is protecting its interests. There is no interest in bringing down another president. Um, There's only interest in making the world safe for media mergers.
6: There was an African-American man who was an accountant who had come to me and asked for the opportunity to place a bid to provide Georgia with its electronic voting machine. His name was Ethan Gibbs.
9: Ethan was horrified about the 2000 elections,
3: not necessarily whether the Democrats or Republicans won, but the fact
9: is that millions of people's vote didn't count. In the 2000 election, There were 180,000
16: uncounted votes. Pay attention to this. There were over 80,000 uncounted
10: votes in the state of Georgia. In Cook County, there were 62,000 uncounted votes. There's the real problem. He had a very simple concept that you should be able to verify your vote just like you can verify your money in a bank and the money you get out of an ATM machine.
0: The machine prints
10: out a paper ballot that shows who you voted for. Once you verify that the ballot accurately recorded who you voted for, you drop it into a ballot box. The machine still counts the votes on election night. But if there's a challenge by one of the candidates, it's the
0: paper ballot that gets counted.
9: There are a lot of folks who've sold us machinery in the past, who want to sell us machinery in the future, that do not live up to the Athens Gibbs standard. Machines that don't live up to the democratic standard. And we shouldn't accept second best.
10: There can never be any uncounted votes, for the voter does not have an opportunity to verify that their votes have been received, recorded, and counted. He'd say, "You're an investigative reporter. Why don't you report?" And I'd say, "Well, you know, why, why is he bugging me? You know, what?" You know? I don't see any story here. He said, you know, think about this. Devolt is an ATM machine maker. Every single one of their ATM machines gives you a receipt and has an audit trail. And he told me, I'm coming this as an accountant and an auditor, right? Is why would you make a machine that doesn't provide a paper trail and can't be audited? (laughs) And he left it at that and I said, it's a good question. <laughs> and I began to trace the history, and then I wrote an article uh, right after that, which is a cover story in the Free Press. And then uh, Harvey Wasserman and I wrote a follow-up article for MotherJones.com. The great tragedy was one week after the Free Press article occurred and the Mother Jones article occurred, about one week, Ethan Gibbs died uh, in a tragic accident where his car veered in front of Uh, of a truck.
6: I was scheduled to speak out in California and I wanted him to go with me and to demonstrate his machine. So I called him on the Thursday and I asked him to come. Meanwhile, I get out to California. I get a phone call saying he's been in a terrible accident.
9: I think he'd be very disappointed. Because he worked hard on it for years, he got the attention of big companies like Microsoft. And it's not easy to get their attention. And I think he would be sorely disappointed that we haven't lived up to either his dream or the American dream.
10: I think we owe it to Ethan Gibbs to make sure that his vision for a true, real, verifiable vote happens in the United States.
4: Okay, everyone, I'm going to hold it there. We're going to go to a commercial break, then we're going to come back. And if you'd like to get in on the conversation, we're definitely going to talk about what was, what was talked about here from Ethan Gibbs to, uh, the, the attorney, uh, Steve Heller and what what is really going on and why I say if voting mattered it would be illegal and there is a definite reason as to why I say that and it's something that we have to talk about and it's something that we definitely have to change in my opinion, else everything will remain the same. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, what to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back out of the commercial break, if you have a comment or question that you would like to make, give us a call, 641-715-3660. And the participant code is 549032-POUND. Then hit star 61. We'll hear you. i see you. I'll see you in queue and definitely bring you up. There's about... 30 or 40 more minutes left in this video. We'll catch this on a, uh, at another time. Because I think it's very important, uh, that we do finish this, uh, out. So, here we go to a commercial break. When we come back, definitely, if you have any comments or any questions, uh, make it known. Tell us what you, tell me what, tell us what you think. Tell everyone what you think about what you heard. What do you think is really going on? And how do we fix this or how do we solve this dilemma that we have? Of this problem that we have inside of the rigged economic game called politics and voting, because I think it's time that we change our energy, and that is the key. So I think we're a little stuck here. One second, and we will go to a commercial break. Oh, no, we're good. Okay. So, okay, everyone, if you have any questions or comments, definitely give us a call, 641-715-3660, and the participant code is 549032 pounds. You're listening to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after these quick commercial breaks.
2: you are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program
3: scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com.
2: you are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network for live programming schedules, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com.
6: The world will soon place you and your family members under geopolitical, economic, and social unrest. Are you ready? If your answer is no, then this is the opportune time for you to become informed, aware, and prepared for soon-coming events. For only $25 per month, become educated in the area of precious metals and disaster preparedness for your home and businesses. For more information, email wolf 6 one at gmail.com. Because becoming an entrepreneur is very empowering, we would also like to encourage you to inspiring your boss learn the wonderful opportunities in the forex market find out more about these proven strategies at www.imarketsliveinternational.com the time has come that we become empowered instead of exploited
2: You are tuned in to the Tando Radio Show on Black Talk Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Give us a call at 641-715-3660. That's 641-715-3660. The participant code is 549-032-POUND. 549-032-POUND. To signal the host, it's star 61. Now back today in the Tando Radio Show.
4: Okay, welcome back everyone to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, David Ren, aka Dave from LA. And what you were just hearing was just some things about the overall voting conditions that are, that we presently have, uh, here. And what is the relevance and the importance of it all? What do you, what did you, what, from listening to this and just your overall experience, is voting necessary? Is it important? Um, does it have some meaningful, uh, is it something that's necessary for us, or is it something that we need to actually look at, change, and redirect? And I think that that is the case. Um, and, I, you know, you hear me always say if voting mattered, it would be illegal because it's it set up for us not to even – you really don't have a vote, in my opinion. It's not the machines that they use. It's the whole format that is being used that we're not really looking at. Yes, every person should be engaged in the collective prudence. But see, the collective prudence of the people is not being really sought after, uh, um, heard, nor agendized or even effectuated in that direction. What is really going on is something much more. And I'm just going to, to say, and, you know, in my opinion is that what we're starting to see, and they're, they're starting to reveal this because so many of us in the past thought that, you know, all the other countries in the world have voter, voter fraud. Most of, most people didn't realize that the U.S. was fraudulent in its overall voting system. Um, you know, from, you know, they really started in, in the seventies and, and everything else, but for the general population where it became, Uh, widespread was in the 2000 election, but it's been going on for so, so long. And, you know, this is, and I believe it's because it serves a agenda. And this is something that really needs to uh, be talked about and really needs for our attention because the overall format of this whole thing is, is wrong. It's totally, totally wrong. And I I think that we will continue to get what it is that we're getting if we don't change. And I'm going to tell you, one of the reasons why this is starting to come out, in my opinion, is because they're establishing a new Hitler. And this is how the new Hitler will come into power. This is how the new Hitler will become relevant. This is how the new Hitler will be introduced to the world. And the world will rebel against it because this is some of the same tactics that has been used over and over again effectively throughout history. And it's going to make it show is going to rear its face again here relatively soon. And this is something that can be altered. But if we continue on the course that we are on, it will fall upon us. Once we realize it's too late and it's nothing to be done and it will, everything will be severed in know, in the so-called fate will be sealed. And what I mean by the fate, and I'm not talking about the fate of individuals. I'm not talking about your fate. I'm talking about collective, the collective fate. When things aren't brought to the, if we do not bring the accuser, if we do not have the accusations and to bring the, the accused, and the, the accused is the system to trial and to have a, a, a trial to see if this system is really something that has been benefit us or it, has it been adverse and been a part of ubiquitous fraud against us. And if that is the case, then dismantle it appropriately dismantle it, because if you don't dismantle it, it will continue to push the poison that paralyzes you. And it's, In my opinion, this is the accusation that needs to be brought to the court of public opinion, not in their court of law, not by their standards, because that is only where you get the, the essence and the fruit of corruption. But it needs to be done by the people, and then the people decide to go in a different direction. Because let me tell you, you and I can be as sovereign and self-determining as we possibly can be, but our energy will not go, uh, will not be able to contend with the overall collective energy of those that continue to be to to deceive and to be deceived by something that is not true. And that is what we're really contending with. So um, in, in my opinion, this is the start of the new Hitler and a part of the overall Western banking purge and the overall national purge of the U.S. Because they have to do that in order to position themselves to have more power and to have even more influence in the next phase of the overall human control because people are starting to challenge and starting to make the accusations of the fraudulent system. So, so important. So if you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call 641-715-3660 and the participant code is 549032 pound hit star 61. I'll see you in queue and definitely bring you up. Some of the things that I want to bring to your attention is that This system that they call the voting system, the actual machines are doing what they've been programmed to do. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. See, the problem is the programmer and the problem is the system. And if you look at the so-called political program and system that's in place, who picks the candidate? You don't. You never pick the candidates. You pick from the candidates that have been put out in front of you by the system. Who establishes the issues of the candidates? You don't, the system does by the events that they allowed to happen to be brought into the forefront through propaganda on the mainstream on the mainstream media. Then all of a sudden, it's this issue and this issue and this issue. Why? Because those issues serve the overall controlling factors in the human population control. They're not your issues. They've been brought up, in the you thought that they were your issues. You have you have been led to take a side on an issue that has nothing to do with you in so many ways. Next, where is the platform? Who establishes the platform? You don't establish the platform. You never have. And if we continue to do what this system delegates, you never will. Who controls the funding? You don't. Don't participate in the economic, don't participate in the political process. And guess what? It will continue to be politicized and continue to have the agenda made. Why? Because it's funded by and is put into place by the very people that are going to benefit by. It's a business plan, and the business owner is always going to reap the profits of the bottom line. And what the business owner is going to try to do is try to, publicize to to, to break to, to make the public liable to for the liabilities and to take the private the, the profits and privatize them for themselves so basically the liabilities will be disseminated among the public what what has to be paid the liabilities which what is going to be disseminated among the people and then the profit of it all will be hoarded and, and controlled and given solely to the business owner. It's the perfect business plan. It's called political enslavement. Now, who else establishes the agenda? who establishes the agenda of how long someone serves when, and what under under what rules do they serve what are the requirements you don't you never had they wrote all this down and you said yep that's what I want to do as a good american that's what I want to be it's never been established by you nor people like you it's been institutionalized before you but it has no benefit that you can really claim as yours. Look at throughout history, what has changed, particularly within the black community, which is a great, great way to, 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 to mirror and, to, and to, to look at it from the standpoint where it is actually reflecting the overall global standard. What has the political process in this country offered and done and done from us, not because it's doing for us, but because we demand it to be done? Nothing. You think civil rights was? And we talked about this so often on Tando radio show. Civil rights was actually brought to you. It actually was start, tried to be introduced to you in, eight, in 1876, 1873, as a measure of control against the people. This is the key to it all. If they, make, if they can allow you to think that you are free, then they definitely have you bound to their system for sure. Without any, without any. Backlash, resistance, without any disturbance, without any objection. This is the art of war, to get your enemy to surrender without firing a shot. And they tell you it all. Now, also, when you look at it, Who controls it? Who controls it? The people don't control anything. The people are led to think that they do. You, we end up fighting, we end up fighting their battles. What do I mean by that? We end up fighting their battles. The political system will have these so-called celebrity figureheads go off to different institutions and to so-called represent the people. How can one person represent the people? That is nothing more than a religious fanatic movement because the people can't be represented by an individual because the people aren't individuals. And then what these people do is they establish lines in which they tell you that you're going to fight for. And what ends up happening is this, is that the individual figureheads stand in the line between the people and those that really control. And they make the people think that the individual celebrity or they voted upon individuals is serving them. No, 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 no. They, you're serving them. You're serving them by your tax dollars, by your influence. You're serving them by listening to their laws, obeying their authority, and uh, in, in playing by their rules. See, this is the thing. This system has created the playing field, the officials, the rules that control the ticket purses. They control it. They build the stadiums. And they tell you which team that you're going to vote uh, uh, root for, and they tell you when you're going to play the game. Let me ask you, where in, in any part of this process were you taken into account? None. If voting really mattered, it wouldn't be secret. Why? Because within the secret realm of everything, that's where the hand of the devil is at great display. If voting really mattered, it wouldn't. You wouldn't have individuals going off to a certain place in the country to so-called serve when they, when you're really serving them, and they speak and they write bills that have no have nothing, and they have nothing in common with the people. They'll write a bill saying that they want red cards. They'll, they'll say to you, "Do you want?" they'll set up what you are supposed to vote for. They'll ask you, do you want death by GMO or do you want death by radiation? Either way it goes, you're going to physically die a horrible death. And they get you and they say, well, you need to vote on this. And then we'll say, well, I want GMOs. Well, I want radiation. Really, they're establishing the lines in what you're going to be fighting for. And then with in that, those writings of those so-called bills and everything else, they will have twenty-five other things hidden inside of there. Where they say inside of that, do you want to get a tax return? Should the government pay you a tax return? And um, and should taxes be made illegal? And everybody says, oh yeah, run to it and say yes, yes. But didn't even know what's inside the writing of that. It says that yes, this bill is about killing your children. This this bill is about executing your children. This bill is about executing your parents. This bill is about executing you. Well, I thought this was about, no, had nothing to do with it, nothing to do with it at all. This is why in the legal terms, they speak in Latin in a way, in in a language that people do not practice this day. And they have these so-called professional attorneys to write out law based off of Latin law. So you won't understand what the heck has just been written. Why? Because they want to deceive you as to what is really going on. None of this is done by the people. Anything that a, a bill should be written on should be solely one thing that the people have put together not an individual because if you put an individual in in front of it you are following a person. Many of us don't realize that we've been worshiping Washington for years and so many of us are afraid of Washington and when you're afraid of Washington and the people within the confines of Washington D.C. this is where you have tyranny but when those cowards are afraid of the people this is when you have liberty but it's not liberty that you need to establish based off of their definition of it when in the world are you going to write when are we going to write our own Webster dictionary and our own black law dictionary on what freedom is they continuously tell us And school us on what it is based off of their uniform code of military doctrine, their business plan, their UFROC, their uh, memorandum of franchise organization, their LLC, their corporation, based off of that. And then we sit back and clap and say, yep, give me that, give me that. I'll follow along. See, the whole thing of voting needs to change. It needs to be where the people establish what it is that is to be done. Because if you allow the individuals to do it, then the interest of the individuals will supersede the people. And I would say to you, how long are you going to allow this to happen? If voting mattered, it would be illegal. And guess what? It's not illegal because it serves the purpose because they establish the guidelines in which it is to to particip- which it, you are to participate in it. When have you ever established the guidelines, your own guidelines? And this is the whole thing. in my opinion, if we don't understand what this is really all about. If we don't see that in gambling, the house always wins. At some point, we have to stop walking into the Vegas casino and sitting down and think we're going to come out a winner. It just doesn't happen. And I would say, what is it that we need to do? I would say what we need to do is establish our own rules of, the game. How do we do that though, Brother Dave? Easily, Scotty. I think it's it's very easy. How do we do that? One, we we turn away from what has been pushed upon us and has been the downfall of us all for so long. We don't we don't we don't facilitate what's been mandated by Washington. And I'm gonna tell you why that is. Because just like in the in the in the the the, uh, the Declaration of Independence. It says this here. This is what it says. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that the endowment by their creator with the certain unalienable rights that that among these lip, that are liberty, life, and the pursuit of happiness. To serve these rights, governments are instituted among men, derived from the just powers from the Uh, continents of of the government that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and abolish it and to institute a new government and lay the foundations on the principles and organizations of its powers in such form. This is what I think.
2: I call for that all the time. i call for the dissolution of the corporation Known yeah. as USA Inc. I call for that all the time. I'm waiting on the revolution to start. Who's going to fire the first sh- uh, uh, shot? So I know that this system is corrupt, especially if we're talking about Washington D.C. and we're talking about people that have been bought, um, bought, and they serve the corporations. They serve the power behind the so-called power. We we know. All, we know. I shouldn't say most of us mm-hmm. know this because if most of us knew it we will be right. marching on washington dc with rifle in 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 hand right now and and so if you look at many of the state constitutions that's something we talk about on new abolitionist radio uh we had a segment where one year all we did was focus on the constitutions of each state and from doing that what i noticed was the same language in most of these states that give the people mm-hmm. in their law, in their, and that's supposed to be the supreme law of the state, just like the U.S. Constitution is supposed to be the supreme uh, law of the state. And, it, and they all basically read what you just read. That when, and I'm going to paraphrase it, when these governments become tyrannical and they're not serving the interests of the people, that the people have the right to abolish these governments. The challenge is, though, is getting the masses to tipping the scales to where the masses of the people see that and they're ready to act. Okay, and and so so I'm all for that. I'm ready for the revolution to start. We need to establish a new republic that is not founded on slavery and human trafficking. I'm I'm with you right right there. But Right. right. But I do see my vote as mattering. OK, and this is how I see it as, as mattering, not in terms of what goes on in Washington, uh, D.C. Those people are utterly corrupt. I don't care what color they are. I don't care they, what gender they are. Very most of most of them are corrupt. And we're seeing that play out um, it, for the people that's paying attention. When you got a black super PAC made up of black elected officials and then we look at their finances. And we see they are taking money from the Correction Corporation of America. They're taking money from corporations that are harming black people. So we know that Washington, D.C. politics is is rigged against the people. But where I have seen my vote matter is here on the local level. All right. And I have benefited uh, uh, from black people here in Gaston County where I live. And we are a minority. I think this county is like 80, 90 percent white. But one of the things but but one of the things where I felt like our votes mattered was that we were able to keep this black man in in office as the chief district judge. OK, we were able to keep this man in office. He became the chief district judge. And then he started um, 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 setting the agenda. For all the other judges about we're not just going to be throwing people in jail and sentence them to jail. We're going to look at their records. We're going to determine whether or not, you know, they are habitual criminals or not. Or if they are people who just hit a rough spot, um, you know, in their lives and whatnot. Now, do you know, I once went before this black judge, I was um, charged with communicating a threat. And I did threaten this person. I did threaten to cut their head off if they ain't stay away from me and leave my children alone, leave me and my children. I, I did it. I, I threatened to kill them, all right? And I meant right. it when I did it, when I said it. I knew it. So I get charged, and I go before him, right? I didn't even have an attorney. I always represent myself. So I went before him, and I didn't lie. And I said, you know, this person had been been doing this and doing that. And I just got frustrated. And I told him, if you don't leave me and my children alone, I'll kill you. All right. So he found me. He found me. And I felt like rightly guilty. But then after the trial, okay, as they preparing for the next case, the so-called victims couldn't wait to run up in my face and start grinning and cheesing in my face. And he looked at that and he saw that. And his judge said, you know what, prosecutor, your people ain't innocent. And this is, this, you know, this is wrong. And I just want you to know that. Now, he didn't say nothing. But do you know that I found out later that this man reversed my conviction and removed it from my record? So that that's what I'm saying. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day. We look at Ferguson, Missouri, for example. How is it that you got an 80% black population, but they're being ruled by racist white people? Well, I talked to some of those people. Uh, in Ferguson, and they said that they weren't even participating in the political process. OK, so that's how you get a, a county full of black people dominated by racist whites because people don't participate in the process at the local level. They're not running candidates. They're not running their own candidates, and they're not trying to operate outside of the two party fraudulent system. All right. Here, and that's how what happened to them. Now, here's another thing in North Carolina. All right. Um, I've never voted for an establishment. Well, one time I voted for establishment uh, candidate. When I say establishment, I mean belonging to either the Republican or the Democratic Party. All right. Now, I usually just, you know, my main reason is going to vote is, again, for local offices for state senators for uh state house representatives for prosecutors for judges and things that's my main reason for going to vote but since i'm there i might as well you know check the box for whoever the next ceo a president is going to be all right i've never voted except for ron paul and that's the only the only reason i voted for him was because he was offering something he said if elected president i will eliminate the drug enforcement agency i will pardon all uh um People that's in federal prisons over nonviolent drug,
1: yeah. drug crimes. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I cast a ballot for him. All right. I checked the box for him. But every other time, I always voted for a third party candidate. Now, this last election, 2012, I voted for the Libertarian Party. Now, am I down with the Libertarian Party's total agenda? No, I'm not. All right. But I am for eliminating the drug war and freeing all these people for prison, which that's part of their platform. All right. Less government restrictions and, and, and involvement, mm-hmm. you know, in our lives. Now, I, my vote along with, uh, um, a million other votes, uh, for Gary Johnson of the Libertarian Party. For Gary Party.
4: Johnson. I voted for him too. Right.
2: Yeah. For, for, uh, president. Now the Libertarian parties have permanent ballot access in the state of North Carolina. So now it's no more your choices are Republican and Democrat. Now you are throwing a third party into the mix. And I would like to see even more parties in the mix because, you know, as has been rightly pointed out, you know, like, take, for example, that, that video. The Democrats was in, through that election. All right. Of course. They threw that election. Uh, and of we're course. talking about Gore versus Bush. Right. That's what they were talking about. Right. Al Kerry Gore versus uh, Bush. What was that? Was it or Kerry? Kerry versus Bush? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the uh, especially Al Gore, you know, offering up a concession speech so quickly, and then as the vice president at the time, which is the head of the Senate, he had the right to hear those people's petitions from Florida's about the voter fraud. But what did he do? He voted against it. So the Democrats, it wasn't, it was not the Republicans stole the election. It was the Republicans stole the election and the Democrats helped them, helped them do it. Right. You know, and, did. And, and, right. And, and so I agree, you know, at the, at that level, at the federal level in Washington, D.C., that corporation needs to abolish. But the majority of the people ain't there yet, uh, uh, Dave. Dave. And so I feel like we have to, you know, stay engaged with the system. I want more and more people to register to vote, to participate in the vote. And so that when they when they nullify your vote and steal elections like that, that then you will feel invested, you will feel cheated. And now you're really ready to pick up your, your weapon and follow me.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know, I, and and you know, Scotty, I say that there's there's different methods to the same objective, and and that's you know that's what we have. See, my thing is, and we're gonna um, there's there's a caller that's in queue. Scotty, can we go over like one minute or so, or two minutes?
2: Take as much time as you need. We don't have any more programming coming on. Okay, cool.
4: This is this is cool because it's so engaging. Brother Davis, we're getting ready to ready go to you real quick, and I totally am in agreement. I just would rather see where like you, we have to establish our own system. And I say that we have to totally dissolve this corporation, but all of the corporations and what you were engaging in on the local level is not voting. In my opinion, that's the people's direction and the people's will actually being accounted for. There's, There's a huge difference in the two. And Everything has to be done that way from the the model that where the people decide.
2: Oh, listeners, it looked like we may have. Gotten cut off. Uh, let me get right back connected to the uh, program. Just bear with me. And I'll get dialed back in. I will use the flash phone this time. We've been experiencing technical issues all day today, so please bear with me.
13: This service is provided in high
12: definition by free conference call HD.com. This conference is being recorded. Q&A session started. Who
4: works uh, in public service, and the, and, and the, that is, brother Dave. I'm sorry, I got, I got disconnected.
2: Um, when yep. you started speaking, um, it hung up on me. So the listeners listening to the radio stream was not able to hear you. So the last thing okay. that we got was that you said that what we, what me. Well, I was engaged in and my family, of course, um, engaged in here at the local level in determining who becomes the next district judge, the next sheriff or the jail, the, you know, the local positions. You said that that was not voting. uh, And that's where we got cut off.
4: Right. That is not that's not voting. That's where the will of the people are being instituted. And I think that that is the model for everything. And that is the model actually that needs to be pushed nationally. And how do, you, how do you do that? The people have to decide, not individual. There's no such thing as a judge. There's no such thing as, no, no, no. What has to happen is that we have to have the collective prudence so that we can't be subverted and we can't be sabotaged by individuals and corporations, not just the corporation of the United States, but the corporation of Monsanto's everything has to come from the people itself, where the laws come from, the people, the, the collection uh, of, 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 of taxes, not even taxes. Taxes should be illegal, but from the standpoint of where they are. If you have a bridge that's being built for the people, whatever the cost of that bill is, of that bill to build that bridge, there should be no ongoing taxes for that bill other than something, some funding to make sure that it's okay, and this all comes from the people. No one individual sets up and stands in for the people. The people speak for themselves and to agendize everything from the people. This is where you have the collective movement of people, and this is where it can't be subverted by entities and individuals. And the establishment of how do you do those things, no vote should be secret. Because what happens in secrets is the death of us all. This is where the murder plots are set in secret. This is where all the criminal activity is set in secret. What has to ha- happen is that the people have to make known what it is that they want so that everyone else knows. And then there is a decision that is made on the direction that that will be going on and that will go on. And what happens, what you'll see is that you will have no standing armies that are all over the world. You will have no c- taking up resources from other people. You will have a real Economy based in manufacturing that you have because the people will ensure that because the people are directly related to it and they reap the benefits of it all until we you have know, that.
2: You, you know what's really sad, though, and, and, and yeah. I agree with you on the secrecy. There is too much secrecy, but a lot of this stuff is being done in the open. And we don't know about it because we ain't engaged in the process, for example, right, for example, the school board and and we've heard this often said, "I can't speak to whether it's a stereotype about black people or not, all right, but we we've heard that you know we don't participate enough in going to school board meetings, all right, if you look at like let's say local government television when they have, like, the city council has these open hearings and stuff, the the doggone place isn't even full to capacity. Very few yep. people even go. And so they don't even mm-hmm. have to do it behind closed doors because the people are so disengaged, they can do it right out in the open, and you'll never know and what's coming know. down
4: the pipe. Right. And, and why is that? And why is that, Scotty? Because what they push is the national movement, political movement, because that's what the school of obedience teaches. They don't teach and they don't give our people real education and real choices on what should matter. See, the part of the thing that really is the most fundamental thing in this whole thing with collective movement is that you have to get real education and get away from the school of obedience so that you right. will know the importance of things. Now, because they don't, they don't put this on TV. They don't put this here. People don't know. People only know what the media shows them, and that is really the hamstring and the paralyzing effect over our so called false democracy. But hey, Brother Davis isn't true. Let's go to Brother Davis real quick, uh Scotty, because I don't want to uh keep the, the brother away. Okay. Welcome, brother the to uh Kendo Radio Show. What is your name? Where you calling from and what is your question and comment?
11: Hey brother, you know who it is. Hey, listen man, I'm gonna tell you something. This is Brother Davis for those who don't know. You know, you both are making very, very valid and concise points. But see, if you've noticed, everything that I've been teaching on Wednesday is getting people to focus on self first and then to examine what is outside of them so that they can make better decisions. Now, the reason why I have chose this route is because you got to get people to understand that they do have power. See, the system tells them every day in a TV that you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. It never says you have a choice. So you have to teach them to understand that you don't have to do anything more than live, eat, and breathe. But you have to make decisions that serve your purpose. So now I'm trying to move them to a point where they can identify. That they do have a choice, one and two, that their choice may be beyond the circumstances that are presented to them. So that means I got to, we got to change the dynamic of our belief system, and literally, that's basically the the path that I have been on in trying to make a presentation every week on Wise Wednesday to get them to empower themselves to think about controlling and deciding what is best for them and operating in that. They all know they live in a deceptive society. They all know that all through school, what they have been taught in history is one perpetual lie based on another perpetual lie. So literally what they have been is programming to accept the deception factor. Mm -hmm. So in doing so, how do they control them? Do religions because everybody has a different religion and yours has a, a specific plan that you have to follow. And if you don't follow that or people like that, then that makes you different. It doesn't make you different. It just gives you a different perspective. But you still operate as everybody else operates. But changing that belief system gives you the ability to be empowered to work with that person beside you, whether he be red, black, green, Muslim, or whatever. Because then you literally see yourself doing what it is that you want to do. Now, what's interesting is that the dynamic, the way it's being presented now, if this dollar, when this dollar drops, and when there's a food shortage, and when there's a lot of death in the streets, people will be forced in that position. And to see the, the, best, the, the worst thing about it is that, if they continue to watch TV, they'll be under the programming. But if they start shutting some of the stuff off, and see, you have to understand, when they shut the power off, they shut off a source of their control. And that's when everybody's going to go back to little community operations and look at the concept of what you bring. And if you bring something to the community that the community can use and they can operate in that, you become a part of the chain. And that's what we want to do. We want to build a chain of like-minded people who are waking up and saying, you know what, that idea is not functional for us. And we'll work on the community level and we'll work on our educational systems and we'll work on who we put in office to represent us on the next level of whatever it is, state, county, or whatever. But we have to see that what has happened to us is that we have fallen victim into a belief system that you cannot do anything. and that is the
2: deception. You know what? Look, tomorrow
11: night show. What, go ahead, brother.
2: Well, you know what? I, I want to speak to speak to that because this is something that I keep noticing and it's probably always well it has always been there, not that I didn't notice it, but I have a different perspective on it now. And like for example, here in North Carolina, they're having taken open public comments for a memorial or or some kind of monument to uh African-Americans' contribution to the state of North Carolina. So this would be black Americans here in North Carolina, which North Carolina was one of the original 13 colonies. And so as I was reading the different comments from different people, what I kept hearing over and over was, well, we need to make sure we recognize the enslaved Africans and and, and the people that, that fell victim to that. And that's all I kept hearing. And, and then you know as I listen to national conversations even here on black talk radio the, di- the, the the predominant viewpoint is that black people are all the descendants of enslaved Africans not that there's something wrong with you if you are but what you know why are you limiting our national identity to victim to victimhood okay? And, and then when I've done my own family research here in North Carolina, and I come across and find out that over 400, uh, free Africans fought in the Continental Army, and black people overall, uh, helped establish this nation through arms, they wouldn't have been able to defeat the British without us. Well, then that, t- that paints a different picture. Now I'm looking at myself as a descendant of African revolutionaries. OK, when, when I look at the fact that a half a million free black people were here in the 1850s and all of them were not enslaved in chains on a plantation. And then 200,000 of those free black people picked up the gun and fought in the Civil War and, and handed the Union the victory. Without them, they wouldn't have won. Now I'm looking at now I'm looking at, you know what? They can't get nothing done without us. Why is that right? We are po- we are powerful people, but we don't recognize it, and we all want to take on this mindset of victimization like not to say that we ain't being victimized, but your national identity shouldn't be based on well, I'm just a perpetual victim, okay when that is not our story. that's just one small part truth. of it.
11: Right. You're absolutely right, brother. You know, the sad part about it is they keep talking about us like our history started with slavery. It did not. That's how they want to portray it in America. But in reality, African history goes back before uh, the Europeans even had a shadow on the earth. But we won't we won't go there because in reality, if you start about in a structure in America, literally the greatest navigators in the world were black and were here long before white people came with armies. And you're absolutely right. They have established a great deal of civilizations before these people even came here and laid claim through destruction. And I understand how I say that because we got to bring it to their attention. They didn't lay claim to this so-called diplomat system that they have now. They laid claim through destruction and devastation. And we have to point out that if there was no white prince on the world today, it would be a much healthier place because every time you hear them talk, they talk about what good they have done. Well, look at our water supply. What good have you done? Look how you devastated the forests. What good have you done? Look how the Monsanto's is recreating see what good have you done look 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 at what nuclear waste has done to the natural environment what good have you done that you could shine in our face as if we have not made a positive and complete contribution so listen i just want i want to put that look brothers i'm gonna tell you you once again you bringing it but i also want to put out there that tomorrow night's show is going to be on that topic itself how to change your belief system and I was going to put that back a one or two shows but we need to, I got to move quicker because yeah. literally I did I did a show on on the gun shows to help different people but that really wasn't in the plan but I did that now that I did that I'm going to give 15 minutes of what happened in the last show but I want to help people focus on the thought process because see that is literally where the root of our problem is we have been bought up under a a, a system of belief that you are in, able to make changes when you can make change.
2: Most certainly. So listen,
11: I'll be listening, brother. Y'all mm-hmm. y'all keep doing what you're doing, and I'll sit back in the, uh, the room and continue to listen.
4: Well, brother Davis, so so true. You know, I, I like to always say the key to magic is not to trick you but to make you believe, and the distorted truth, is, has been distorted, but at some point in us and at some t- t- time, we all need to move towards where the truth is. Like Scotty was saying, and like you were saying, uh, brother Davis is that they're going to give you mountains and mountains of lies. It's on, it's on you not to sit down and to look at those mountains as their great, uh, um, Mount Everest, their great, uh, Mount Olympias and their great, uh, achievements and, 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 to wonder at, at those things, but to actually stand next to the truth. And the thing about standing next to the truth is that you will find that you will be a ver- in a very lonely place, but this is a place that we all must first understand and master so that we can seek out what is the truth and uphold the truth in itself. And, you know, when you talk about Brother Davis, you talk about Scotty, you talk about myself, you talk about our listeners, we are all moving towards the exact same thing. What what Brother Davis is talking about, what Scotty talking about with with, uh, uh, participating in the overall system that is in the best interest of the people that's there, you know, let me tell you something. One of the things that we have to understand is that there's a difference between having a Republic and having a, a, a form of government. The key is that under a Republic, if you want to give it a name, we are, we don't have a Republic anymore. We, we've oh. lost that. That is something that we, that needs to be re institutionalized from the standpoint of the people's will. The will of the people, and see one of the things is not a democratic thing because a democratic thing is is that's not what is what's all about because the thing about a democratic thing is that there that can be totally distorted. We need to stop using their way of life as our means of life, and I think it's so important that we start to rebuild our own communities ourselves and stop giving so much energy to those things that are destructive in nature and then that's where you can start to build what is something that can never be taken away from you because you will ensure and it takes action we can no longer continue to just talk about things we have to involve ourselves by way of action and until we do that i believe that we will continue on this overall few people that are engaged in and want to actually have some collective prudence. Let me tell you something. Collective prudence is, is ideal because that's the way the great creator, God Almighty, has has created everything. Every person is a, a unique individual. And that unique individual has energy that they can be made known. But that doesn't mean that that energy supersedes anyone else. Your freedom ends where someone else's begins. And this is where we can establish the rules that we will have the collective prudence under. And when you have collective prudence among people, there's an agreement that the people will have among themselves instead of among the governments of the things the color of war. Because every war is based in the color. It's based in the color of deception. Whether it's red, red, white and blue, whether it's is is brown, I mean I'm not uh, black, uh green and red, whether it's uh, not black, green and red, it's the uh the other one. Red, black we, and green. We don't really gauge. It. No, 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 no. I was thinking of another country. I'm sorry, it was black, yellow, and red. Um, Just giving it different different countries' colors. If we continue to salute a flag, we continue to uphold and, and worship the military, we continue to fall into the entourage of deception from these political figureheads This is why this president and that president has this entourage of all these other people because it gives the impressions of authority when the only authority that we need to have is the agreement among each other. And guess what? You'll find that you have so much more in common with everyone else around you.
2: You know, uh, Dave, I I just want to leave this as my last thought on this. You know, Mm -hmm. Neely Fuller Jr., I don't know if you've heard of him, um, but he wrote a compensatory, Who? huh? Who, who'd you say? Scottie? Neely Fuller Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, okay. Gotcha.
2: Okay. He has what he calls the nine areas of people activity. All right. Yes. And those are economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. And my contention is, is that as a people, we have to master each and every last yeah. one of those areas. Okay. Yeah. And that we can't abandon any of those areas. Now, in the area of politics, I feel like politics controls everything else. Okay, um, in in terms of writing the laws, in terms of, of mm-hmm. the regulations, that's all done through politics. All right, mm-hmm. and so I feel like we have to be engaged in politics, and I'm not just talking about voting, but I'm talking about gathering intelligence. From within these institutions, from within the Democratic Party, from within the Republican Party, from within Washington, that we do have to infiltrate these places so that we can know what's going on behind closed doors so that then we can formulate our battle plans and whatnot. I just don't feel like that we can ignore anything and whether or not, you know, you actually are casting a ballot or, or whatever, you still need to know what these people are talking about doing because what they're talking about doing is going to impact you. And nine times yeah. out of 10, it ain't going to be good for you. Right. Right.
4: I totally agree, Scotty. And, um, I- I'm in full and I didn't want to, hopefully no one misunderstood what, what I was saying. What what I was saying is that you can, can no longer play by their rules where they're setting everything and everything that you're doing is for their benefit. What Scotty just laid out is exactly what I'm fully in support of because that's the collective movement. Let me tell you, the organization that had it most correct was the Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party had it correct. I know I was a a product of that, and I'm not saying just because I was a product of that, but they actually came into my neighborhood in New Jersey fed us and then started to give us an education Mm
5: -hmm.
4: wasn't schooling. It was Mm -hmm. an education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is where we started to see the strength that we all had, the free will that the great creator God almighty gave us. And now there came a responsibility that we had to have in, 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 in wielding it. And that's, what needs to happen so that you do need to have a form of laws and rules and everything else. Cause some folks is crazy. Yeah. Some folks are crazy and then there needs to be a fair and we don't need judges to sit on where you call them your honor and get rid of all of that. I'm not a respecter of person. I respect people. What needs to happen is that people need to decide on what was going on so they can look at the, what the spirit of the law. Because it's the spirit of the law that brings you love, life, and liberty. And it's the letter of the law that brings you war, famine, and death.
2: Right. Oh, man. Say that again, Brother Dave. I ain't never heard it. heard that before. The spirit versus the letter.
4: The spirit of the law which brings you love, life, and liberty, while the letter of the law brings you death, famine, war, and disease. And that's and enslavement. That's what we need to have. Get rid of the writing down of the, the book, the, the writing of the laws by some politician and some people and some institutions because they have uh, monetary influence because they control different things. No, the people, when the people do not control their daily lives, that means that it's being controlled by someone that they don't know.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's something that we can't surrender What Scotty said, laid out as the nine fundamentals that we need to engage in. Yes, yes, yes. And we do have to infiltrate. And one of the things we also have to do is walk away from it. One day at the appropriate point in time, we need to stop engaging in the economics of the man-made economy. To shatter it. To shatter it. It's so powerful whenever a major disaster happens and when the community comes together, guess what? Things get done. But when the government comes in, when people wait on the government, they find themselves waiting for a very long time.
2: Katrina. And,
4: then the, it, and they only come when it serves their interest. When the people do it, they come immediately because they uh, have a vested interest in every single person in their community. They have no vested interest in us. So I totally agree. And this is why we bring Candle Radio Show. This is why Scotty established Black Talk Radio Network. This is why Brother Davis does Wise Wednesdays. This is why we are all coming together here. And I tell you what the main thing here I hope you all pick out It's a leaderless movement because leaders can be compromised. And they're in place to direct the people and to move and herd them. Leaders are nothing more than shepherds. We need not shepherds. We need a collective agreement among us all. And you will find that there's great peace beyond the whole world. So, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show. We're definitely going to bring the other half of it all. Much love, much respect to Scotty. Uh, Much love, much respect to Brother Davis. Much love and much respect to you all. It's not goodbye as always. I'll see you later. And God willing, we will be back tomorrow. And remember, before you ask for a blessing, to make sure to be a blessing tomorrow's Wise Wednesday with Brother Davis. And Brother Davis, as you heard, we're going to get back into the power of view. It's so, so important that we engage in these things. Much love, much respect. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you later.
2: Peace.
1: Go you are rich, even
5: with nothing. You know tenderness come from pain. It's amazing how you love. But love is kind, love can give and get no okay. gain.